What's up, everybody? My name is Josh Biddick, and I am a Kinda Funny best friend. Right now, Kinda Funny is doing their up-and-comer opportunity once again, where you best friends get to vote on someone in the community that you think deserves a shot to work with the Kinda Funny crew for one week and gain a wealth of experience. We have an amazingly talented community with tons of people campaigning to be this year's up-and-comer. I wanted to sit down with them to get to know them a bit better and share their stories. That way you feel more comfortable when you're making your vote for the next up-and-comer. Right now, I am sitting down with one such prospect. You have heard his name on various shows. You've seen his work all over Twitter and on KFAF. He is none other than the Swedish sensation, the Robin GL. Robin, how the hell you doing? The Swedish sensation. I love that, Josh. Uh, I'm doing pretty good, man. Feel free to use it everywhere. Oh, I will. I'm changing my Twitter handle right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm doing pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously the world is not doing good, but I'm doing as good as I can. How are you doing, man? You know, thank you, Robin. I'm doing. I'm doing well. I think you're right. It's uh, it's pretty crazy, but I think. You know, it's we're all in the craziness together, right? It is a global pandemic, Definitely. which means we're all kind of going through the same things more or less. And uh, I think if we just use this time to better ourselves as best as possible, we will all come out of it that much stronger. Though it's not as easy as it sounds, and I recognize that. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, like a high school musical movie, all in this together. Exactly. If we can dance and do the overhead oh, yeah. clap, we'll be perfect. That's all we need right now. <laughs> what team? Oh, oh yeah, it's Wildcats. Always, it's Wildcats, always baby. Wildcats. <laughs> Well, Robin, if there is a person out there who might not know you, would you mind telling us who you are? Of course, man. I, uh, I think there's a lot of people who don't know me. Um, my name is Robin, uh, GL, I guess, since that's a thing now. Um, I'm, a, I'm 21 years old from Sweden, a uh, waiter slash bartender. And uh, I do a bunch of photoshops from, that you might have seen on KFAF and stuff like that. That is awesome, my friend. That is awesome. So, uh, like I said, I, I, I think... You've been in the comments a lot. You you get shouted out on the shows a bunch, so that's why people might see your name, and of course with KFAF. Uh, so you've been around for a while. Do you mind sharing what your history is with Kind of Funny? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Um, always been interested in uh, video games since I was uh, a little kid, and uh, yeah, in school around eighth grade. Uh, and by the way, if I mention any school stuff, don't worry. It's not the same as in US or <laughs> UK, and I won't sit to explain the school system in Sweden. That's another Fair. podcast. But so, yeah, <laughs> maybe I'll do that with Mario, not bros. One big topic. There you go. Yeah. The Swedish schooling system, yeah, right? Awesome. I'm all about it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, eighth grade in Sweden. Um, I was kind of known as the guy that knew everything going on about video games. So mm -hmm. I had to start listening to some podcasts uh, to uh, live up to that reputation. And then I found a <laughs> podcast beyond with um, Greg Miller and Colin Moriarty. And uh, mm -hmm. I'll be honest with you, Josh, I've hated it at first. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a new take here on yeah, the Yeah, I know, I know. Um, no, I hated it. I just wanted to get to the news and not listen to these two guys sit around and bullshit about <laughs> things all the time. <laughs> but yeah, with time, I grew to love them. And uh, then they left kind of fun, uh, left IGN, obviously, and formed kind of funny. So mm -hmm. I joined them there and been a fan ever since. That's awesome. Now, memory serves me right. You were a pretty active fan from the beginning, right? Like, I, I remember watching early shows and hearing your name come up pretty regularly. Is that right? Uh, I've been around, but I don't think it really active until the morning show about two years mm -hmm. ago, I think, when they started oh, uh, yeah. accepting tips and all that more regularly. 
I guess. Right, yeah, yeah, when it became a little bit more mainstream and yeah, mainline. So did you start doing, because another big thing is, I think you're very well known for your amazing Photoshops. Oh, thank uh, you. Did you start doing that kind of when the morning show was slyly asking for stuff, or did you hit the ground running when it came up with uh, KFAF? Uh, I think I did some stuff for the morning show, but yeah, my big uh, thing was the KFF, and I've been doing it. I'm trying to do it every week, but sometimes I just don't have any ideas for the topic. And oh, I yeah, I get that. Skip a week. I totally get that. Uh, so you had mentioned that you, you were the video game guy for, like, for all your friends in the group and everything. Is that kind of where you got interested in content creation, like falling in with love with games and that creative medium? Or was that kind of later on? No, yeah, I think it, that's when it happened. Like, I always wanted to do some sort of podcasting and stuff like that, but never, obviously never got around to it before before this, actually. First podcast, so oh, let's really? see how this goes. Um, Fantastic. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I could be there for oh, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, um, I was the video game guy, so I had to stay up with everything and got involved in a lot of podcasts and, uh, you know, you get ideas from that, what you want to do and stuff like that. As the video game guy, did you, like, were you the guy everyone was going to, like, hey, have you played this game? Or, like, what do you think about this? Or, like, you the kind of central news hub for all your friends? Yeah, it was more of news. Like, oh, is GTA Five coming to next gen? I don't know. No one else knows. <laughs> <laughs> so was it a thing where, like, were you the only guy who was really playing games, like, hardcore? Or was it just kind of a thing that you were, you'd always like being plugged in? A bit of both. Uh, everyone else was just playing FIFA and the Call of Duty, and I was more, oh, let's play some indie games or single-player games and stuff like that. So I w I've never really been into multiplayer at all, actually. Always been more of single-player and smaller I types. totally get that, because I think, I, think, I think you and I share a very uh, big commonality there. Like, I, uh, when I was growing up, like, I was the video game guy. Uh, I played a ton of games. I played a lot of everything, and it wasn't until like you're, when like Xbox 360 blew up, everyone was playing Halo and Call of Duty. That's when my friends started playing, but those weren't my kind of games. For me, that was because I just kind of suck at uh, first-person shooters. Uh, are you finding that you kind of like more of the story-driven aspect of uh, of single-player games, or are you just like me, where like you suck at online stuff? <laughs> uh, well, I also suck at online stuff, but yeah, I'm very much involved in the story aspect of video games and how they evolve as a medium in that way. Do you think, what are your like top video game stories that when you, when you sit down and you think about like, hey, this story changed the way people made games or this, this changed the medium, kind of like you said? Um, obviously, The Last of Us is one. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, What Remains of Edith Finch, have you played that one? Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, dealing with death and serious topics like that. I think it's very mm. important for the medium moving forward. And Last of Us 2, obviously. Yeah, I'd say that's going to be a pretty big one. But, but also older stuff, or older, but like Bioshock and mm -hmm. that era. So as, as the video game guy, you, you're playing these games, you're seeing these stories. Do you feel any like obligation to kind of share them with your friends and kind of be like, hey, you guys need to be paying attention to this game? Oh, yeah. Dude, uh, when Destiny was about to come out, I overhyped mm. that shit <laughs> to everyone, and everyone's tired of me. And then when it came out, I never got it. Oh, really? You yeah. never played no, Destiny? No, no, no. It wasn't my type of game. 
any reason why? Like, what, where was the the fall off? Was it? Were you just like promoting it because like, hey, this is going to be a big deal, but even though it wasn't your type of game? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, okay, I got you. Do, doing doing the Lord's work yeah. for for gaming over in Sweden. Bungie right? should hire me. There, you know, yeah, <laughs> be the perfect hype man. Yeah. <laughs> so, Robin, you mentioned being a a bartender and a waiter. Uh, I think I think it's really cool for people kind of telling what they do outside of content creation, what they do outside of like games and games media and things like that, because I feel it's really easy, and I say this every week, to see someone or hear someone on a mic or see the great work they do and just think, oh, it's that easy. Uh, and they don't really get to see the, the struggle and the stuff kind of we go through. Uh, how do you how do you feel balancing life as like a waiter and bartender versus kind of doing your Photoshops and trying to do some content creation stuff? Uh, it's hard. Um, obviously, waitering and bartending means weekends a lot of late mm -hmm. nights and you don't really have control of when you work and when you don't because you don't right. get to go home until all the guests leave so you can't plan on what you're doing after work because you don't know when after work is so you mm -hmm. kind of have to stay up even later if you want to do some photoshops or get up really early in the morning if you want to do some content yeah so it definitely helps kind of if you're doing this with that kind of job, it puts a fire under your ass. Like you obviously want to be doing it if you're if you're succeeding. Yeah, definitely. I totally get you. Do you think? Because I was a waiter for a long time, oh, yeah. and even when like I worked at a movie theater, so like you're working crazy late yeah. nights and you have like mornings off. I found that was the time when I really dove into games, uh, and even like creation and whole because everyone else was at work during the day where I'm working at night. Have you found any similarities there? Oh yeah, yeah, very similar. Um, that's cool yeah so I always have every other weekend off and like mm -hmm. n some nights every week off so that's when you gotta spend time with your family or your friends or if they can't with just video games or trying to get more content out mm -hmm. I think that's right I think it's one of those things where you might not have all the time in the world and I don't think anyone does but when you're really passionate about something, you find the time. Yeah, and I think, definitely. obviously, with all the Photoshops you do, you are managing to find the time. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's right. So when did you... Have you always been interested in Photoshop? Or did it kind of start with, like like you said, with the morning show and with KFAF? Uh, I've always been interested in art. I've been drawing pretty much my entire life. And then it mm -hmm. kind of just evolved into more digital art and Photoshop and graphic design and stuff like that. I do some graphic design for work as well menus and logos and that. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Get, I get to get paid for doing things I love, so. That's it. So you get, like, is that kind of, like, freelance work, or do they just, like, oh, we'll put you on the clock? Uh, sometimes it's freelance, and other times, like, if it's, if it's something I'm doing that they don't really need, it's more mm -hmm. of freelance. But if, like, menus or new Facebook posts or whatever, it's more of, all right, we'll add two hours of your time this week for you just sit with this. That's pretty cool. And so in Sweden, and this is something of my own American ignorance, as a waiter, do you get paid like an, a normal quote-unquote hourly wage, or how does that work? Uh, yeah, uh, you can. Uh, I'm full-time hired, so I get paid the same amount every month. But we have some. Okay. Uh, you can also work and get paid by the hour. But I know in the U.S., obviously, you earn most of your money through tips, right? Yeah. yeah. So when I was waiting tables, I was making like two to three dollars an hour for my paycheck and then everything else was tips so like i wonder because when i hear if i was working at a restaurant and they're like hey we're gonna put you on the clock and have you make a video i'd be like hey you can go fuck yourself you're not gonna pay me three dollars an hour <laughs> to just shoot a video do graphic design no uh we get paid 
not the best, but you know, it's enough and uh, better than three dollars an hour. Yeah, better. <laughs> and all the tips, uh, at least at the place I work at, we sort of add it all together and then split okay. it equally amongst everyone. So you don't get the tips you personally get, but you get it as. I always like that. I, I worked a couple jobs where like. I just I don't know. I think when you're pulling tips, it's more of a, a team atmosphere because everyone's kind of working to be better versus like, oh, I'm going to screw you over and take all the tables yeah. because I want more money. Yeah, you're never better than the worst waiter in your team. I, yeah, I think that's a really cool thing about splitting tips because I know I know some people have that negative connotation where it's like, oh, well, I'm not making as much money as I possibly can. I'm like, yeah, but you're working as part of a team, so don't yeah. you want everyone to succeed universally? Yeah, exactly. So you mentioned you mentioned graphic design, you mentioned yeah. your art, and I think it's been really cool. I know recently you posted that really sick sketch of uh, of Greg with his mask and like when he was walking with Portillo. Oh, thank you. Uh, how long have you been doing art? Is that something you like went to school for or just like a huge side passion for you? No, it's more of a side thing. Uh, I went to school for like IT stuff, like coding and okay. web uh, development and computer science. Stuff like that, but pretty. M I realized really soon that it just wasn't my thing. I was more of the art guy. Yeah. And content creation. Do you think you'd ever merge those two things? Because I think I mean that's a huge part of video games is the is the 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 actual art of it, yeah. right? And then the computing has that kind of ever been a plan of yours? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I've looked into going to uh, some 3D modeling and concept art design and stuff like that. And maybe get do some freelancing here in Sweden, but never nothing planned at the moment. I feel like just kind of kind of goals and dreams and the whole nine yards. Yeah, I yeah. totally get that. Have you looked into dreams at all? Do you mean the game on PS? Yeah, no. yeah, the game. Yeah. Not like you know, uh, we all have our hopes and dreams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I haven't. Have you? I have actually. Yeah. So I uh, just just because watching PS, I love you XOXO, and and seeing some of the really cool creations that people were doing, it was something that I kind of wanted to get into. Yeah. Mainly as like someone to play all those games because like seeing all those creative tools, it just gets so overwhelming to me. I lock up and I don't know where to start. But I did mess around a little bit, and the tools are. It's as depth as a, oh, excuse me. It's as deep as you want it to be. Um, so like you can have a basic running animation for a character, or you can keyframe everything uh, really simply. So I think with someone with your artistic uh, expertise and your kind of coding background, I think it'd be something that I'd really like to see you mess around in. Yeah, I might do it um, someday when I got time. Got a huge no. I told, like I was to say it's. <laughs> Yeah, when you have when you have free space to kind of just dive all this extra time into yeah, that doesn't exactly. exist. So going over from from your art, I'm assuming you kind of take your love of drawing and everything and kind of combine that with Photoshop to make the the KFAF stuff. Is that kind of how that worked? Yeah, pretty much, and just awesome. Trying to be a part of the community as much as possible. Do you find I, I and, and I talked a little bit about this with uh, with Ben that. I think it's really cool that KFAF does those prompts every day, every week, because it may be something where, like yourself, you're an artist, you like Photoshop, but you don't have that inspiration, and they're able to give it to you. Have you felt that like KFAF has been a really big motivating factor for you? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, you have, they, since they give you a topic every week, you have something to go with, and you can mm -hmm. sort of if, like, uh, a couple of weeks ago, it was. Um, Shit, what was it? Uh, oh, yeah, the picture of Nick and Fran. 
Right. Yeah. Right. So you could. Um, that was very open, so you can do whatever you want really with it. Mm -hmm. So it it helps a lot when you have a topic to go from. That I was gonna say, I bet because you're not having to make it up, but you're still able to express all this artistic abilities you have. Yeah. So I asked this question to Josh C when he was on the show. Um, if he had just like a library of like kind of funny screen grabs and he said if anyone saw his computer they would think he's like some crazy stalker do you have like a like a kind of funny faces folder that you work with yeah I don't think I'm as bad as Josh but I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting there there you go that's the goal the goal yeah. is to look like a crazy person yeah. I think I tweeted out once um, something like um, doing some research for KFAF and I think I'm on every single watch list available. That That's really funny <laughs> and that's probably very accurate as well. <laughs> so I was looking back through and I know a lot of the stuff, I, I just, I don't know, I love all your Photoshops. Oh, the you. one you actually just posted today as of recording this uh, was the the kind of mock-up for a, a Spy Kids interview. Oh yeah, that's uh, Is that something you really want to push? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I've loved those movies. I haven't seen them in a yeah. long time, so might be fun to go back and uh, look, watch them again. I'm not going to lie. The first one as a child horrified me. It, uh, those like those thumb guys and oh, the right. creepy like yeah, dolls yeah, yeah. thing. I remember being like, I remember hating Spy Kids, at least the first one forever because it just freaked me out. Yeah, I can see that. It was pretty messed up to show that to little kids, I guess. I was going to say, plus when you, when you look back at it and realize, um, it, it's in the same universe as uh, what? What are Danny Trejo's movies? Uh, machete, uh, yeah. machete movies. Like, uh, it's so crazy. Yeah, <laughs> isn't the, the machete in Spy Kids as well? It's like their uncle. Yeah, like he's like their that. uncle. Yeah. Like he's Uncle Machete. Yeah. And it wasn't until like I remember a little bit ago. Well, I don't know. I was actually probably like five, six years ago, when there was like a Machete two came out, and it was just batshit insane off the wall. That's when it finally clicked. I'm like, oh snap! Like. Machete is the same character yeah. in Spy Kids. Yeah, but I mean, it'd be fun to do Spy Kids from view, and I hope to do it. Oh, I think it'd be right. Do you, do you, because uh, I've seen you've done a lot of stuff like that. Do you, and you and kind of like Ben and you and Josh, do you throw out these in review ideas as kind of like hoping to push your, your in review agenda? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, uh, that's awesome. I did Spy Kids in review, and then a while ago I did Sweden in review, just as a joke. I saw that. Yeah. I was gonna recommend. I was gonna see what what would be Sweden in review. How would we review Sweden? Oh man, uh, you gotta have all sorts of sports. We're big, pretty big okay. into hockey and soccer and things like that. And um, awesome. You gotta have a segment about the king, obviously. Well, you have to. Yeah, right? yeah. And of course, that was gonna be something. Yeah. Um, I don't know really, what else you can do. <laughs> Okay. Is there is there like if we were to do a ragu bagu segment for oh, right. Sweden in review, who would be the the bad guy? The bad guy of Sweden, um, probably a king as well. Probably, yeah. probably the king as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's both a hero and a villain. Oh, there you go. So you bring up the king of Sweden, which is great because it's something I wanted to talk about. Uh, oh, yeah. I think that other than your photoshops, I think that's another thing you're known for because that was a pretty big, big recurring bit you would do as you tip in and send Nick pictures of the King of Sweden. How yeah. did that start? Uh, dude, I don't remember. I have no <laughs> idea. I think it was someone mentioned um, the president of the United States that you have mm -hmm. now. And then I was like, mm -hmm. you think your leader is crazy? Look at this baboon. <laughs> <laughs> 
so so it was just to show off how how crazy Sweden yeah, is. Yeah, and then Nick loved it, so I just kept doing it, and I guess that made me become a more uh, or a bigger part of the community. So kind of worked out there you go it's a win-win you get yeah. to use the baboon to, how to, to help rise to power yeah. how to force yourself into a community there you go so if, if anyone's out there robin highly promotes using kings to break into the oh, kind yeah. of funny community if you're not not sure to do it use a king come to youtube don't worry use your king <laughs> use your king that's that's what they're meant for yeah. can we use the queen Does, do, could english fans use the queen at all uh, i mean i guess but it's not it's not the king you know that's a good point. Yeah. It's not the king. No, no offense to the queen. No, but, no, but I love not her. A king. She's not the king of Sweden. <laughs> there you go. She, un, for better or worse, she is not <laughs> the king of Sweden. So, uh, Robin, I was gonna wonder, like, when you're doing your photoshops and you're listening to KFAF, are there any big inspirations, like artistically, that you're kind of following, or is it just like, hey, I think this be really funny, or like, I know, I, I know, I've talked to people and they like how Funhouse incorporates weird photoshops into their videos so with kfaf they try to like incorporate a story element into it is that something you kind of do as well uh yeah i think uh, a big inspiration is like party mode and the things mm -hmm. andy edited into that was a big inspiration when i started and then you know other members of the community and just seeing what they create and trying to do something with that and create more things that's really cool do you have one of your photoshops that's like your favorite or stands among the rest? Mm, probably the one I did with uh, Gary Witte. Um I did like a poster of his face and then if you're not making moves, just standing still. And that got pretty big and <laughs> Gary posted it on Instagram as well, I think. So that's one I, I, would say I it like is pretty much. Qu quite a good one. Plus yeah. when, when you get the man, the myth, the legend, Gary Witte to, to, oh, yeah. uh, to give you a shout out, it's always a good time. Yeah. <laughs> but not always, but... Well, okay, that's yeah. fair. It, it could go south. Yeah, very quickly as well. Very, very <laughs> quickly indeed. Uh, so I know you had mentioned earlier that sometimes you're not always making photoshops because you might just not have an idea or maybe, you know, maybe Nick is just being too weird that week. Are there topics you find that you're more drawn to for, uh, for creation? Mm, no, not really. It just depends. I mean... Some weeks I know instantly what to do, and other weeks I come up with it on the Monday night what to do, and I just do something really quickly and post it and see if it makes it on the show. <laughs> All right, I like it, I like it. Are there times when, well, like you said, sometimes you know right away and sometimes it takes a while. Does it ever get to be a point when I'm like, oh, this is taking too much time, I'm just not going to do it, or like, hey, I think this idea is really funny, I just got to make something? Yeah, I usually try to finish all of them, but I, I have a lot of, photoshops that i haven't posted because i just wasn't happy with how it turned out but i always try I to finish you. the things i start have you ever thought about like doing anything like i know ben has done some some twitch streams where he kind of shows his photoshop uh process at all is that ever something you thought about i thought about it uh then i realized if people see how i use photoshop i'll never get hired in anything graphic design and, and <laughs> why is that i dare i ask I just I work in a very convenient way. I don't use all the tools. I just use what I know and probably don't use them the right way, but it works for me. So, but it isn't in essence, isn't that what it means to be a graphic designer, right? Like uh, you're, yeah, as guess. long as you get, like, I have never looked at one of your photoshops and no. thought, oh, that's, 
half-assed or anything. Plus, Ben, <laughs> Thank ben does it on his fucking phone. Oh, yeah. And he's colorblind. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, take that, Ben. Yeah. Robin, he's using a computer, and, and he's not colorblind. No. And I'm still shit. But... <laughs> okay. Okay, so maybe that, that turned around on, on you versus Ben. Yeah. I apologize to Ben. I apologize to Robin. Uh, we're we're going to move on to something yeah. else. <laughs> but, uh, well, Robin, do you have any, like, really big content creation, like, goals like, I know you're doing great at the Photoshops, you're doing art, but is there, like, one really big project you've always wanted to work on? Mm, nothing that comes to mind specifically, but, I mean, I've always wanted to try some Twitch streaming or something like that, but never really Do you think you'd start to. doing some uh, some single-player games on Twitch? Yeah, maybe. Or, like you said, doing some Photoshops, tutorials or whatever. Some just chill streams where I make the KF submission for the week. Even though Play some some lo-fi hip hop beats or oh, yeah, maybe yeah. maybe some some high school musical jams. Yeah, chill out, study music, twenty four hour live stream. There you go. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Be perfect. I think a lot of people when they think of streaming, and it's probably just because it's a majority of it, it's video game based, right? Yeah. Um, but I think like someone with your talents, I think art and drawing and Photoshop, I think it lends itself really well, uh, really well to the streaming platform. And I know you mentioned kind of potentially doing it. Do you think? Have you ever thought about like how-to videos either, like on on YouTube or something? Uh, not really. Um, more, no. I'd rather do some streaming, like more involved with the people watching it, instead of doing videos. I guess. Totally get that. So, is is audience engagement in your content creation pretty important to you? Yeah, I think so. I always okay. like when people, you know, reply on Twitter to my photoshops that I post and see what, or tell me what they think about it. Do you ever? And I think a lot of this happens. Do you, do you ever hold on to those negative comments, or, or thankfully, because it's the kind of funny community, most everything's pretty positive. Oh yeah, yeah. Mostly it's positive. I don't think I've gotten anything negative to be honest. I'm just that's awesome. It's probably because your work's so good. Um, it's all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, that's the thing. You got to have more confidence oh, yourself. Yeah. Then your work yeah, will yeah, excel to whole new levels. <laughs> so, Robin, I know you've had a lot of ideas. I know you pitched the the. Uh, Sweden in review, oh, yeah. like you said, I think it's your pinned tweet right now, right? Yeah, that if you were to be is. up and comer, you'd do Sweden in review. Yeah. Do you have any other ideas, like any big, real fun ideas, goofy ideas you'd want to do, like at kind of funny for a week, having like quote unquote unlimited resources? I haven't really thought about it. I mean, I have to do something else with Sweden, I guess. Uh, so it has to be Sweden focused. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's what everyone knows me from. I'm the Swedish best friend. I was the Swedish sensation as yeah. we got oh, yeah, today. Yeah, right. Uh, no, but I mean, KFF would be an easy one. Just have them rank Swedish candies and Swedish pastries and stuff like that. But yeah. Oh, so like how Gary, what he used to do when he would, uh, bring stuff on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much what I thought I'd be doing if I ever get on the show. I think that's a great one. Is there like a, what's your favorite, favorite Swedish candy? That is a tongue toaster. Uh, we're big into licorice, like salt licorice. So that's pretty good. And most other people now, tend to hate that. So that'd be a good one. Is that similar? So like Twizzlers, I know oh, no, Twizzlers no. is like a licorice candy. Is that, yeah. I'm assuming you guys don't eat Twizzlers? No, we don't. Okay. Is there like some big name brand like licorice that, that's all the rage in Sweden? Uh, not really. Uh, it's a bunch of different ones. We're big into chocolate okay. as well. Chocolate and licorice. Okay, I was gonna say chocolate's got to be like yeah. up there, top tier, right? Yeah, yeah. To blow blows our crappy American chocolate out of the water. <laughs> I'm not sure about that, but it's pretty good. I was say I think really, I mean, 
we've got Ghirardelli, but like Hershey's has got a pretty firm grasp on most chocolates. Yeah. I would think your guys' stuff is better than Hershey's chocolate, right? I don't know. I've never had Hershey's, but I'd love to try some. Okay, I was going to say that was going to be my next question. Like, do you guys even have Hershey's chocolate over there? And it sounds like a resounding no. Not that I'm aware of. I mean, obviously, there are some probably some American stores that sells them, but not in our regular supermarkets, no. That's probably for the best. I was going to say, I think anything you guys make chocolate-wise is probably <laughs> going to... Uh, to make Hershey's look kind of yeah. garbage-like. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Hopefully you're not <laughs> confusing us with Switzerland. Because those are the ones famous for the chocolate. Well, but I was going to say, like, you guys... And I'm not... I would say I would not be confusing you guys <laughs> with Switzerland. I would make sure of that. But, I mean, doesn't Sweden have, like... I would say better chocolate than the U.S. Doesn't everyone kind of have better chocolate than the U.S.? Yeah, I guess. I've never <laughs> thought about it that much, but... Yeah, maybe. That's fair. As a as a larger man who consumes this fair amount of chocolate, I always wonder what is what does this taste like in foreign lands. Yeah. <laughs> so, Robin, do you have any like big plan? Like, so I say say the kind of funny uh, kind of funny announces, hey, Robin GL, he's going to be the kind of funny up and comer. Is there any like big thing you're looking to get out of the experience, like some skill you're hoping to gain, or kind of watching one particular person work? Uh, I'd love to talk with Andy about editing and how we do that and obviously about Twitch streaming since he's pretty big mm -hmm. into that and just hang out with the guys for a week. Have you done a lot of video editing before? No, never. Okay. Actually. So so what do you then do you use Photoshop to to do your stuff or is it just some other like photo editing tool? No, uh, mostly use Photoshop. If I'm drawing, okay, cool. I use uh, Clip Studio Paint instead. But uh, Ooh, okay. the stuff you usually see is made in Photoshop. Now, do you have uh, an Adobe Creative Cloud account or is it just like a, a version of Photoshop? No, I have a Creative Cloud account. Have you ever wondered, like, kind of dabbling with all the other programs since they kind of work so well, seeing, seeing what you might be able to use your Photoshop files for in, like, a, a Premiere or something like that? Yeah, I thought about it. I mean, I use Lightroom sometimes. and that's Okay. It's pretty similar to Photoshop, I guess. No way. Yeah, I would say because Lightroom's more like the technical nitty gritty for the photos, right? Yeah. Kind of color correction stuff. Yeah, definitely. But no, I've never thought about using Premiere or anything like that. But I might look into it. There you go. Plus, yeah. once you get the up and comer opportunity, you work with Andy, you're gonna see him using Premiere, oh, so yeah. it'll it'll be a skyrocketing success from there. And Nick will teach me After Effects. There you yeah. go. You'll be Perfect. you'll be a new unstoppable yeah. force. <laughs> Is there is there one ultimate Photoshop you've always wanted to make that's not necessarily uh, a KFAF prompt, but something like you have all these collections of kind of funny photos and you want to put something together? I was working on something. I think I posted it, actually. Uh, it was, um, you know, the painting creation of Adam. Yes. Yeah, I was doing that, but with Nick and the King of Sweden instead. The creation <laughs> of Nick. Okay. But I never completed it. I think it's on my Twitter. Okay, I was, I'm definitely going to have to look through your Twitter and check yeah. that out because that sounds... I, if it's as good as it is in my head, it's it's beautiful. It's a work <laughs> of art for sure. Well, I hope it's as good as you think. Oh, I'm sure it will be. <laughs> so far, Robin, you have never never faltered me when I want to look at some amazing Photoshop. Oh, thank you. Uh, so, Robin, big thing, I think, like we said, you're known for Sweden. You're known for Photoshops. We got this up-and-comer opportunity coming up, and you're really hoping to sit down with Andy, learn a little bit about video editing, has any of that, like, hopes and stuff kind of wanted you to start doing any video work aside from just the photo stuff? Uh, yeah, I, I guess. I mean, the dream would be to 
you know, go to kind of funny and bring back party mode, as they should do. Like, yes. In some way. So obviously you need to do some video editing for that. So what was it about party mode that, that stood out to you the most? Was it the camaraderie of the group or was it Andy's unique editing style? Uh, I think it's a combination of both, really. Uh, mm -hmm. Just the guys hanging out and having fun together. It's like the closest awesome. thing to the morning show, but on the game side. Okay. Do you think... Because I, I think that with as kind of funny continued to update, they took aspects of the morning show and then turned them all into their own show. Do you think like does Internet Explorers fill that morning show hole, or does it just kind of fill that segment of it? Do you think? Uh, I view them as two different shows. Mm -hmm. Actually, since it's just Nick and Tim, I was like, right. what I liked about the morning show was it's different people every day, and it could be just some guests sometime and sometime it'd be just Nick and Greg having fun. I get you. They're just the, the tomfoolery and you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. I totally get that. So if you had to say like, is the morning show your all time favorite? Like if, if gun to your head, someone's like, what's the best kind of funny show? What, what would your answer be? Oh yeah. It's, it'd be the morning show. Definitely. Do you, you have like one morning show moment that kind of sticks out above all others? Uh, it's, it's gotta be the, Twitch call, right? Just stop yeah. calling me. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't think that I think that'll go down in infamy, and it it's just it's one really really funny and two really really cringy because at yeah. least for me I get super uncomfortable like I couldn't imagine taking a, an actual business professional call and and being Nick about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just if you want to know what Nick is like, watch that video and there you go. I think that is that is Nick in a nutshell. Yeah. If you want to see how uh, unprofessional while being then professional someone can be, watch that moment <laughs> from the morning show. Are there any shows like other than um, other than party mode? Are there any shows you feel like you miss or do you want to see anyone bring back or you yourself would bring back as a up and comer? I mean, the baseball would be pretty cool to have back. I thought it had a lot of potential that they. I think. I feel like once Jared left, they kind of stopped caring about it a bit and just mm -hmm. let it be its thing. Do you think, because I, I, it felt kind of like that uh, Jared was going to be the driving force, but once he left, they just didn't have the manpower. Yeah. Do you have some like ideas of what you would want to do with debatable or, or big topics you were hoping to see them debate? Uh, no, nothing on my mind right now. Will we see, are there movies or, or Disney Disney epics that we could be seen because I know they did like they did decoms with Tim and yeah. Joey, but uh, but are there any like children's movies you think that I, really need to be, I mean, be fought for? Underrated Disney movies would be a good one. The most underrated okay. Disney movie. So what if you had to give me like just one? What would you think? What would you say is a an underrated Disney movie? Treasure Planet. I had a feeling you were gonna say yeah. that. And now, Robin, why do you think Treasure Planet is an underrated Disney movie? It's just it's. No one really talks about it, it feels like. Everyone mm -hmm. forgets about it, and it's way better than a bunch of the other movies that get got famous. Or got I agree. I love Treasure Planet because it was so different than all the other movies, right? Yeah. It had that sci-fi element to it. It had, like, a cool, edgy character, as all 90s, early 2000s stuff needed. Um, and I just thought it checked a whole bunch of boxes that we weren't really seen from Disney before. No. I mean... It's one of my favorite movies ever, and it's just so good. Do you think you'd want to see some sort of live-action uh, remake that Disney's kind of doing with Treasure Planet? No, 
I'd I'd rather have a sequel to it. Ooh, okay. Do you think Do you think with Disney Plus that's a possibility now? Maybe, but I feel like Disney has already forgotten that about that movie and wants everyone else to forget about it. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. See, that's why you with your up and comer opportunity, you need to go on and you need to make a show all about Treasure Planet. You need to preach it from the heavens, and yeah. one day you can solely be the purpose that it comes back for. I'll hear the echo clo about that. There you go, right? There you go. You can formulate a team, work as hard as you can, and get that sequel made. Yeah. Kind of funny presents Treasure Planet Part 2. There you go. Maybe you can work with uh, work with some of the animation software that Creative Cloud's got going on there. Oh, yeah. And you can use your drawing schedule and just you make it yourself. Yeah. It can't, it can't be too hard to make a movie. I'll hire uh, Gary Witter. So. <laughs> there you go. See? To the animation. You're already making the connections. <laughs> hey, if you're not making moves, you're standing still. If you're not making moves, you are standing still. Those are words to live by, my friend. Yes, they are. Well, Robin, is there anything like, where can people be following you to kind of make sure they're keeping up to date on the Robin GL stuff? They want to see all your work. Is there a a universal place they can go to kind of see everything you've done? Uh, I'd say Twitter is the best place to go for that. I mean, I'm on Instagram as well, but I never post anything. Never post? Do you think... I mean, you, would you start posting? Because I think it, with Instagram being so picture-based, it'd be like the perfect spot for your your uh, yeah, photoshops, wouldn't it? Maybe. For me, right now, Instagram for me is just a diary of being a bartender and how I got to where I was, pretty much. There you go. Okay. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. It, it's, it's, a little, it's separated from the kind of funny life. So. Yeah. I'm not. I'm more, <laughs> that's more of my personal life, away from kind of funny life. And Twitter is where I'm... The Swedish sensation or whatever it was. <laughs> there you go. And we, we all at some point need need a way to, to get out of the cult of yeah. kind of funny. We need yeah. to have one social media yeah. that can be for our own our own use. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Well, Robin, before we get going, is there anything you want to tell the best friends? Or is there anything they really want to let them know why you should be the next kind of funny up-and-comer? Uh, I mean, I'm not really campaigning for it this year. I feel like the um, people that deserve it way more than I do this year. Uh, but hey, I won't say no if you nominate me. So, if you think Robin is your man, if you think the sweetest sensation can bring wonderful pictures of the king himself over to Kind of Funny for a whole week, you should vote for him and 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 shower him in in praise. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> well, Robin, I want to thank you so much for taking time. I know you just got out of work, so thank you so much for getting right down. Uh, sitting down, talk with me, getting to share your story and letting us know a little bit about you. Again, if you want to follow Robin, you can follow him on Twitter at that, uh, is that Robin GL or the Robin GL? It's the uh, Robin GL, the right? Robin GL. Okay. Yeah. The Robin GL. You can see all of his sweet, beautiful photoshops and a multitude of pictures, I'm sure, because I've seen them, of Treasure Planet. Well, everyone, that has been another episode of the Up and Comer podcast. If you or anyone you know is running to be Up and Comer, please let me know. You can hit me up on Twitter at Josh Biddick, and we will get you on the calendar for an episode just like we did with Robin here. And everyone, that is all I have for you. So as always, have fun, stay safe, and I'll see you next time.